Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 79 of Consignment Chats. Libby, I always got to ask you, how are you? Excellent. Excellent today. That's Ready what I'm All right, y'all. We got a special episode for you today. We have what we like to consider our eBay expert, our guru, because I mean, she is, right? She is. We've got Kathy Terrell in the house. She's coming and she is going to talk to you all about the eBay updates and important things you need to know. If you do not sell on eBay, stay with us because you're going to still get some good information and things to learn from out of this. Oh yeah. She, she yeah. 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 She always good. drops something for everyone. She's good. Are you ready? Yep, let's go. Right, here we go. As promised, everyone, here we have Kathy Terrell of I Love to Be Selling. Kathy, we're going to start off. You've been on our episodes before. So those of you that haven't heard, you need to go back. Libby will link them up in the show notes to our past episodes, one in particular where um, Kathy took time to tell us what got her into the reselling life. And it's a fascinating story to listen to. So I recommend you do that. But today we want to start with you getting back on here, doing a quick reintroduction of yourself for anybody who hasn't yet gone back to hear that. Tell us a little bit about your business, your mission statement, and where people can find you before we get into the real deep talk. Thank you, Molly. Um, I'm Kathy Terrell. Um, Like Molly said, I love to be selling. Uh, My mission statement is I illuminate what is possible. What my heart is all about is what do you want? I always tell, um, I have a a membership uh, for sellers. Then I also have a free Facebook group, eBay Selling, Nothing But eBay Selling. I have a website, I Love To Be Selling, uh, which has a blog. And truly, if you Google me, because I'm very active on social media, you will find me. Um, True. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I have found is, you know, be where people are. Some people are Facebook people. Other people are YouTube people. Other people are podcast people and people are email people. So as far as being a seller and I'm a seller and a coach is as you grow and certainly, you know, you start with one thing. If I remember correctly, I started with Facebook and then grow because it's really become about be where people are. Uh, people will come to you, but you need to be where people are as a seller. Um, I'm sort of segueing into selling already. As you can tell, <laughs> that's so good. That's really say, be where it. that ideal customer is. Be where that ideal customer is, right? And the thing is, your ideal customers, um, because it's always changing, as you may have noticed. Right. Um, you know, things pop up like TikTok um, <laughs> is. Again, as you have bandwidth, this is not about working 18-hour days because I am not into that at all. I'm into everybody having a life, is to be where your people are. So I am on Facebook and I am on Instagram and I do have email. I do have a blog. I do have a website. I am on TikTok. I was going to (laughs) say, and I know you're on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Is... um. You will find me and I encourage you is follow me where you would like to follow me. If you're a YouTube person, thank you. Listen to my YouTubes. If you're a podcast person there, I do have a Facebook business page. 
Um, and I do have, <clears throat> excuse me, weekly tips that go out. You can sign up for that on my website. So come and join me wherever it works for you. You won't yes. regret it. Yes. <laughs> we promise you that. We promise you that. So you are like, I'm going to call you like our resident eBay expert. So that's why we love to have you on. You are very versed in that. Now, not all of our sellers use eBay, okay. but uh, we think they should. We uh, but <laughs> I could agree on that. <laughs> so whether or not you sell on eBay and you're listening to this, I think you're going to get something. I think you'll definitely get something out of it. It's not just uh, eBay tips. Kathy is our eBay expert, and she's yeah. probably going to give you a couple of reasons you might want to move over and start a little bit on eBay. Um, we really wanted to focus on the new, like the recent changes and the new things going on with eBay, the new opportunities for sellers. And we have a couple little things we're going to run through, and we're just going to talk about them one at a time. Um, the first thing I've been really interested in and using a lot to build my business is coupons. So I was wondering what you think about the coupons, what a good starting place for that is. So I think coupons are great. And just because I know people listening have all different kinds of businesses. Mm-hmm. So just for you to know, coupons are only available to eBay store owners. So if you do not have an eBay store or you're relatively new to eBay, and if you are new to eBay, I encourage you to start what's called a consumer account. So that would be start without a store. Unless you're a very experienced seller, you're like, Kathy, I got a gazillion listings. I want to start a store. Then start a store, but don't feel that you need to, to start selling on eBay. But that being said, to access the coupon feature, you do need to have a store And the reason for that, it's not to be mean and like, oh, you know, eBay doesn't like the non-store owners. It's because you have to have access to a tool called Promotions Manager. And Promotions Manager is eBay's promotional tool. You create sales with it. You create coupons with it. And it is only available to the store subscribers. Coupons, I think, are fabulous. In fact, I mean, I've got a bunch here. I have like my props because I'm thinking of using oh, them neat. sometime oh, fun. on a YouTube is, I mean, think about it is everybody uses coupons. I mean, mm-hmm. and they have for years. I mean, I live in New York City. Macy's is like the king or the queen of coupons. I mean, right. Remember getting the paper flyers. Everything is digital now. Um, so oh, it's yeah. digital. But you would always have the paper flyers and it had the coupons in it. Remember supermarket coupons? I mean, come on. The Not coupons. Sure is we all know coupons. And They're, some people have made a living out of couponing. Right, extreme <laughs> couponing. Right. Coupon shows. So this is, the reason I bring it up is, this is something your shoppers are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing because they're not like, oh, what is this? Like, what are, what are they doing? Is people know what coupons are, even if you are not, you know, shopping on the internet constantly like I am, um, <laughs> is... You're, they're familiar with it. So when they get it, they're not like, what is this? There's two kinds, basically. There's a public coupon that sits on your listing, which I love. Mm-hmm. So what it is, is you created, it's in Promotions Manager. You have complete control over it. So eBay's not running your coupon. You are running your coupon. You set a start date, an end date, a discount. You can put a limit to how many times your shopper can use it. Okay, if you think they might go a little nutty. Um, But I was thinking particularly for luxury sellers. So if you're a luxury seller, and I love you if you are, um, unless you've got very high end handbags, you might or jackets or dresses or whatever it is, 
you might want to put a limit on it. I personally right. don't because I my stuff tends to be like in the $40, $50 range. And if they want to buy $500 worth of my stuff, go for it. I'm thrilled. Take the <laughs> that was a, such a good point you had. And I hadn't thought about it was really that people are familiar with the coup, the concept of a coupon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even it's think about alien. that. There's so much right. on the internet, for instance. I mean, we won't go too down many rabbit holes, but there's things that eBay, you know, the cryptocurrency, not everybody's comfortable with cryptocurrency, understands cryptocurrency, has mm-hmm. any idea what it is, you know, so there might be a learning curve on that. But with coupons, everybody knows coupons, whether you're a computer person or not, regardless of your age group, because we all sell to different age groups. So anyway, a public coupon. So once it's created, you create it, the discount, you pick what category goes on it. It can be an eBay store category, an eBay selling category, which means the category you're listing in, women's clothing, kids, toys, Um, you set a start date and an end date. So again, you have complete control. You can go in and edit them, complete control. You can't change the percentage though. So once it's live, if you decide, you know what? I want to give them 20, not 10%. You're going to need to end the one coupon and that you can't edit the 10% and make it a 20%. You're going to have to create one from scratch. But anyway, once it goes live, give it like sort of depends with eBay. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's there right away. Sometimes it takes a few hours, mm-hmm. um, particularly when it was new. So in case you tried coupons when they first started them, which was like six months ago, and you noticed there was quite a lag time, like it could, for some, I was noticing like half a day is uh-huh. much faster. Now you will typically see it on your item really within like half an hour. Um, it shows in the feed. And if you're not aware of this, the main feed on eBay when you're searching is called the river. Um, And that is typically where your shoppers are, whether they're coming in on mobile or desktop is that main feed on eBay. But the coupon will show no matter where your item is showing. So for some reason, eBay showing it while people are checking out, or reminding them, sometimes they'll go, oh, you know, you were looking at this. Hello, Libby, you looked at this yesterday. Aren't you interested again? It shows right on the listing, just like if you do free shipping shows. Um, if you're charging shipping, it shows. And the coupon is right there. It'll say 20% off or 30% off. The other thing that's really cool with public coupons is, let's say Libby's got one. And it's 20% off and she's picked 30 or 40 things. As I'm checking out using the coupon, eBay will let the shopper know, oh, do you know that there's other things with this coupon? Um, So it prompts the shopper to put more things in the shopping cart that are in your coupon. And this is not promoted listings. You're not giving eBay any more money. This is something that eBay does because eBay loves sales as much as we do. And (laughs) it incentivizes the, I know me. So if I'm checking out, I'm in Libby's store, I'm checking out and I've got the cute gray eBay t-shirt in my shopping cart. And it says, hello, Libby's got 20% off other things. Oh. We definitely come on coupon shoppers. You know, (laughs) it's so it's so incredibly robust and there's so many options. And I feel like every month they're adding a new feature with these coupons or something else you can do. You know, our average, it doesn't show on the list. 
Yes, exactly. It it doesn't show on the listing so that you can share it on social. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that it's not visible to the shopper. When it says private coupon, it means it's not on your listing. So you can share it on social. You can do a thing. um, It'll show in your dashboard um, paid and shipped. You can send a coupon to past customers. Mm -hmm. Just like Libby said, there's all kinds of things that you can do once the coupon is created. So eBay will encourage you to be using it, but you have to create the coupon. Then you can send it to people. Or if you've made it public, it's on the listings. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do a couple of tutorials on the channel about just quickly creating, you know, a coupon and how to go through that. Um, The other thing we want to talk about is uh, promoted listings and any changes, um, any changes to that. So for those of you that promote your listings, what that looks like. So there's three kinds of promoted listings. So if you go promoted listings, oh, Kathy, Libby, Molly, I know all about it. When it started several years ago, there was one kind promoted listings. That one kind that you're probably used to is now called promoted listings standard. There's also promoted listings express, which you can add to an auction. And there's promoted listings advance, really geared more towards a private label seller or somebody that's selling more high end because it is much more expensive. It's a pay-per-click model, similar to Google. Yeah, so like people that sell on Amazon would be very familiar with this yes. model. It's, it's very similar to that. Like Exactly. Yeah. So it's very effective, but it is not inexpensive. So you just have to know what your margins are and what kind of thing you sell if it's something that works for you. But promoted listing standard which is eBay's most widely used advertising feature. And it is advertising. You are paying eBay to promote your item. Promoted listings is run by eBay advertising. They have changed the price structure. So what was happening was promoted listings, if you don't know it, they charged you a fee if the item sold from a direct click on the item, direct sale of what they clicked, within 30 days. So again, if I click on the eBay shirt and I buy it within 30 days, cause they put a cookie on it and that's not chocolate chip. That's, you know, <laughs> it's a computer cookie so they can track you. I know, wouldn't it be nice eBay <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Um, they can track you. So that was, they charged you the, the fee. So you get final value fee, which eBay always charges you. And then promote a listing fee from a direct click sale. It was on the item price. Item price to eBay is the item. If you charge shipping separately, your promoted listing fee was only on the item, not the shipping. If you were doing free shipping, it was on everything because you've rolled your shipping into the item price. Aha. Sadly, from what I understand, um, I mean, most sellers are fabulous and fantastic, but sadly, there turns out there was a little bit of, um, shall we say, shenanigans going on. And what some people were doing, of course, nobody listening to this, was people would reduce the price of the item and increase the price of the shipping because they knew they were using promoted listings and perhaps they were going to bump up their rate, you know, pretty high. So that way, if it's sold, it was just on the item price. It was not on their shipping. And they were, in fact, rolling some of the item price into the shipping. So eBay got smart to this. So now is the promoted listings fee for promoted listing standard is your item and your shipping if 
your shipping is separate. Now for most sellers, it's, it depends on the weight of your item, Libby. And this is why I, was, I wanted to bring it up to people. So if you're shipping first class and you've been charging shipping for your first class items, for most people, that's $4, $5, you know, it's in that range. So all of a sudden, and let's say you've been typically doing a promoted listing rate of maybe three or 4%, three or 4%, three or $4, it's not that much money. You really should be okay. However, the sellers that sell heavy items, you're selling lamps, you might be selling, I'm trying to think, even some things like dolls, dolls sometimes can weigh, you know, 10, 15 pounds, right? Collectibles, the figurines, because you got to pad them and box them and you might have to double box them. Um, They can be heavy. And if you are on what I call either coast, so you're either what I call the left coast, you're the California, Seattle, Oregon, or those of us on the East Coast, anywhere from New England all the way down. And if I'm shipping to California, which I do a lot, California loves to shop with me. Same. Yeah, (laughs) same. Good shoppers. (laughs) It's not costing the buyer anymore because my shipping is still my shipping. You know, I'm doing calculated because I want to be fair to people when the item is heavy. So I'm in New York. So that way, if somebody in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut is buying it, it's one rate. However, if somebody in California, they're going to be paying more just to be fair. You know, New Jersey, New York shouldn't be paying for California shipping. So now the promoted listing fee is on the shipping and the item. So my word of warning to people is if you do sell heavier items, which in my mind is like four pounds or more, and, you, and you're on either coast, it can also be you know lower parts of the United States. So you're Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and you ship north a lot, or you ship over to the left a lot, or you ship over to the right a lot, is you will see an increase in fees if you've been doing a lot of promoted listings because now your promoted listing fee is also on your shipping. So my advice is not to not do promoted listings because I think it's really effective and you're only going to get charged if it sells from the promoted listing. And if they're going to get me a sale, yay. But watch your fees and you also know what your margins are. If your margins are very tight, and let's say you've typically been doing promoted listings of maybe four or 5%, perhaps bump it down 1%. Or just really, and you can tell in your invoice, in case you don't know this, you can click over to payments and you can literally see like a running tally of mm-hmm. how much money you're getting assessed. <laughs> Keep an eye on what your promoted listing fees are. And, and you typically know what your bill is every month. And all of a sudden, if you notice it's really spiking up, then go in and take a look at what percentage you're paying eBay. Again, if you've got very hefty margins and if you're making really good money, I know it hurts to pay eBay more money, but if the promoted listings is working for you and it's working at the rate that you're using, just sort of keep an eye on it so that you know how much more money you're going to be spending because it's working for you. Right. Don't fix it if it's not broken, but if all of a sudden your bill's really spiking up, particularly in a category where you know you have tight margins, perhaps shoes, or perhaps on your, typically collectibles you have pretty good margins on, but maybe you don't, maybe those were very expensive, but you know they they sell well and they sell quickly. So you were willing to take a tighter margin on it because you know it's, it's a big seller. Yeah, so all right, takeaway. 
if you're using promoted listing standard, go in, check it out, make sure, um, as Kathy described, that you don't have anything that's that's heavy, that you may be being assessed additional fees. If you're not using promoted listings yet, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> you'll set it up right the first time. You don't have to worry about the changes. And I'm sure you guys have tutorials because if they're not using promoted listing standard, I'm not talking about the other two because right. that's, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, is it's it's very much worth doing there's very few sellers that i work with that don't see sales through promoted listings again you are only paying it's not promoted listings advanced you are only paying if the sale comes from a direct click on the item when ebay shows it in a sponsored position on ebay yeah, it's a great, I mean, it's just a great way to reach more yeah. people. It really is. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to lump the last three things together because they're all kind of similar and kind sure. of cool, like new capabilities for customer, for um, uh, us as sellers to reach our customers. Um, one is a video for your store and your about section. The other is video in listings and our store banners. We have all of these new capabilities to, to reach customers and connect with them. So what, what are your thoughts on those or what do you recommend? So we'll do the eBay store part first. So if you yeah. have an eBay store, if you haven't noticed this, look at the about section and it's visible on mobile and desktop. So the team has really done a good job on that is you can now put a very short video in there about you, about your store. And why not? It's very, very short. Honestly, something like if you do um, Facebook stories or if you do Instagram stories, it's that kind of item and it's that short. Now something short and peppy and appropriate um, about you, about your store, why not? If eBay's giving it to you, and it's not costing you anything, why not put something very, very nice in there? And again, as we go into the seasons, you could do a nice fall one perhaps uh, for the winter holidays. And you can do things like a oh, short little yeah. video of the snow in your backyard, you know, your puppy, your garden, you know, again, just something that's engaging and shows who you are. You could do a new arrivals. It has to be very short. So whatever you're doing, you know, something that's going to grab the customer's eye and showcase you and who you are. Which so that's good. Because one thing we've learned through social media across the board, anything is video is what's what people want now and they want it short. And they want to know who they are connecting with, who they are buying. Not, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people just think about it. if you have, you know, one person that's selling this um this mug and another person that's selling this mug and there's a personal connection you can see their face or you can see their video and you can connect which one are you going to pick right exactly and the thing is you can recycle so if you are doing facebook story or reels or instagram and you have a wonderful short video you can recycle that because that person yeah. you know sometimes people are like oh what you know i have it on instagram or oh i have it on facebook the likelihood of somebody recognizing it from your social to your store is not very high. And if they do, yay, that means right? they're a big fan and they're following you and they go, oh, it's Molly. I and you're branded well, you're right? Branded if well, they recognize it, heck yeah. That's what I did, actually. I used it on YouTube. I used it everywhere. I used ours everywhere. <laughs> and just short and fun. And again, appropriate because people sell different things. Obviously, if I'm selling medical equipment, 
it's going to be a different kind of video than if I'm selling ladies clothing or kids toys. Mm -hmm. So something that's fun and light and upbeat. That's why if you have pets, people typically, I mean, I don't know anybody that doesn't like cute pet videos. Again, your garden, um, you know, it could be anything. It could be your setup, your office, uh, whatever you want to share. Now, the videos on your listings, just for you to know, anybody can use that. So that mm -hmm. is for whether you have what's called a consumer account, which means you don't have a store, or with a store. What I encourage sellers with the videos, because bottom line is it takes time. Mm -hmm. Because the one that's going on your listing is not like the about section where it could be sort of short and fun. And there's like a lot of different things you could take a video of. The one on your listing is for your listing it's you know it's not time to get take pictures of your garden and stick it on the listing <laughs> i didn't even think about that that's a really oh, yeah, that's people, a really good point like you're not advertising your store your brand you want to dress like that <laughs> and that's the other thing is because if the listing let's say is for a high-end mug let's say a mug that's 80 or 90 dollar mug is you you don't want a video that pulls people out of the listing. The point of the video is it enhances the listing and gives your shopper more information about the listing. And I think that's why there's a slight delay too. When you upload the video, there's a slight delay on it showing on the listing is that the eBay bots or whatever it's going through, they're just checking for appropriateness because sometimes people might get a little risque um, in what they're putting up, which of course we would never do. We would not never. Really. never. <laughs> but because of that, because video takes time and I'm not saying you have to spend two hours because you don't. A nice simple video showing the different, um, like if it moves, you're showing the movement of the item. If it's something like a mug or perhaps a dress and you're modeling it or it's on the mannequin and you're spinning the mannequin to show front side back is if it's a $9.99 item with free shipping. No, I would not recommend doing a video because it takes time and your time is worthwhile. Whatever price point, you have to look at what the average price point is for you. But in my mind, I would think $40, $50 or higher. Or if it is a lower ticket item, that it's multi-quantity so that it is one listing. It may be inexpensive. Let's say it's $9.99, but I've got That's 50 of them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's worth it to That's do. sound advice. I like I that. had to give a little shout out to uh, Paula of Bling Blinky, Texas, because she did a really cool one on one of her listings. It was a, it was a Hess helicopter. Yes. And she showed the propeller spinning and it was making noise. And I thought she did a great job and she shared that. So that was really cool. So thanks, Paula. Absolutely. <laughs> and something like kids toys, because I know when I shop for my grandson is, does it make noise? Yeah. Does it light up? If it's a music box, anything that makes noise or moves in a way, particularly children's toys, you know, as we're going into fourth quarter. Um, but don't forget that people shop for kids toys year round for birthdays. And, you know, you're just going to stop by and you want to bring a little something is to have a video where you're showing the movement um, is huge. But again, obviously, it has to be not new in box <laughs> in order to do yeah. that. Um, but particularly if you're selling vintage and something where people want to make sure that it still works, perhaps that the doll's arms are flexible, um, that the doll, when you press oh. the tummy, right? Makes the noise. Yeah. Um, if you have a stroller or something with wheels or a car that I can see it moving. So just think of, does it move? Does it make noise? 
does it have some kind of light or do I want to do like a 360 spin on it? I remember doing that on some high-end mugs and I just put it, I mean, there's things I know you can buy. I literally just put it on a lazy Susan. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, you know, I kept my finger out of the camera shot and I just did a spin on the lazy Susan to show them the 360 spin of the other, but think high-end shoes, you could do that. Absolutely. Um, But again, make sure the price point makes it worth it to you to do it, unless you just want to learn it. It's like, you know, Kathy, I know this is only $14.99 free shipping, but I want to get comfortable doing video. So I'm going to do it on this item, even though it's not a high ticket item, because I want to get used to it. And then, because we've been talking about um, repurposing content, you have a great video of your item. Well, guess what? This is perfect for Instagram, (laughs) Facebook. This is perfect for TikTok. You make yourself real. (laughs) I don't feel that you can't repurpose and recycle your video. Good grief, you want to Mm -hmm. with the link, however, you can link because different sites link differently. And then when they land on your listing, they go, Oh, it's Molly's helicopter or Paula's helicopter. Right. You know, it's Kathy's because they recognize the video. Yep. So yeah, definitely recycle so the videos as you're making them. Put them yeah. in a folder, label them so you know what it is and you can find it. Love it. Love it. All right. How about those um, banners? Let's talk about the about and banners. I know we're running low on time because we'll be quick. Chatting. <laughs> it's in your store section. Click edit. Um, I, I very much encourage people to do the banner because you'll see a lot of sellers don't do the banner. Um, do not be intimidated. Do not feel you have to go to artist school or something to do it. eBay now linkly to, um, a, a, an app that you can do it. I'm a big Canva fan. So I use Canva. If you search <laughs> eBay banner on Canva, you'll actually see things that are sized. It's the long skinny one is the one you're looking for. It is a weird sort of shape. Um, and decide how you want to showcase. So if you're a variety store, maybe I'm going to upload some different images of things that are available. Perhaps I've got newly arrived inventory and I want to show that off. Or I want to be seasonal. We're going into summer. So I might do pretty, you know, sunshine or maybe a sun with sunglasses on or some pretty flowers. It's up to you the kind of vibe, what your brand is. And I know you all talk about branding, yes, but it's yes. bright. It's cheerful. You put the name of your store. So again, it's the branding they remember. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, you can put a coupon code up there because we talked about coupons. If you've got a public coupon code, you can put it up there. Um, You can put a sale. If you're running a sale, it's a great time to do a special banner. You know, check out our sale. Oh, I didn't think about that. But what you cannot do in the banner or you shouldn't do um, is do not put your phone number. Okay. Do not put an email address and do not link to your Shopify store or something else for those of you with brick and mortars. Um, you don't want something in the banner to drive people off of eBay. So name of your store, absolutely. A coupon code, absolutely. You're running a sale, some inventory or just like a general vibe. Um, like we're coming up uh, July 4th. You might want to do a happy fourth one with American flags, red, white, and blue. Um, then we go into the fall. You could do an autumnal one with pumpkins and everything. But anything you put on it has to be related to eBay. Don't put anything that would drive people off the site. Good advice. Absolutely. We're going yeah. with so much good advice. <laughs> that's why we like to have her back. <laughs> Ooh, I know. We always have to have her back. All right. 
Um, what do we want now? So I was thinking like in the next six months, right? We had, there's been a lot of talk about gas prices increasing and different things. What are some of the things, like, where do you think that's headed? And what are some of the things that sellers can do to kind of, you know, set themselves up for success in this, in this current environment? I think the first thing is look at where you're shipping to. Um, I talk California, but you may not be shipping to California a lot. And it's really, really easy. Just sort of span and look. I mean, it doesn't have to be super scientific, but take a look at where you ship to. I do find, I mean, typically, you know, when I, when I run sort of spot surveys with seller friends, the states that are the most populated are typically the ones we ship most to. So you'll ship a lot to Texas. You'll ship a lot to California. You'll ship a lot uh-huh. to New York. But again, it depends on what you sell. Like I have one friend that sells a lot of um, musical accessories and he ships to Tennessee a lot because of country oh. music. Yeah. Right. All right. And another seller, you might ship overseas a lot because the items that you sell are very um, appealing to people in the UK or Australia. Um, same thing for people that are listening that live in the UK or Australia. They might sell something. I'm thinking UK because they just had the Jubilee for the Queen. They might have some killer Queen things that we in the US would love. Um, so they might find all of a sudden they're shipping a lot to the US. But typically in the United States is we are shipping a lot to the big states and gas prices, for instance, for California are through the roof. I mean, they're really, really, they're typically the highest or among the highest, um, sadly, in the nation. And also they have to drive a lot. So you think about too, like, where are you shipping and what is the lifestyle of those people? Um, Is they're living in their car and gas is costing a lot. So why make a trip to the mall and get in the car which not only is taking up my time, even if I'm somebody that loves to go to the mall, is perhaps I'm only doing one trip a week instead of two or three a week, and I'm going to go online. I think online shopping, very much like what happened the past couple of years with people being home, I think it's going to get much, much bigger because people want to save the gas. Now, that being said, my suspicion is, and I'm not sure when this is going to happen, is that delivery prices are going to go up. Because if gas prices are up, USPS, FedEx, and UPS can only absorb that up to a point. I mean, airlines are up from what I understand, 30%. So I think eventually, and it may even happen in the fall. I don't think we'll see it in the summer. But they may start like a holiday, I'm putting this in quote, a holiday increase early, like October, um, because of the gas price increases. So keep an eye on that because we all have to factor in our shipping costs. I would look too at things that you may not have considered stocking before. Like obviously clothing is always a big one, but perhaps I want something new for the summer, but instead of buying a whole outfit, I'm just going to buy the top or I'm just going to buy some jewelry. I'm going to buy bracelets. I think you'll see accessories sell well, like jewelry, earrings, necklaces, again, because I just want a little change. Right. It's funny with having just gone through the Royals with the Queen's Jubilee because the fashion of the queen and of Kate Middleton and other royals were showcased. And one thing they talked about, even for Her Majesty the Queen, which I was a little surprised, the queen recycles her clothing, which I had no idea. She will wear the same. Queen Elizabeth will wear the same outfit several times, as well as Kate Middleton and other royals. Now, again, it's not the next week. It's not like you see Elizabeth in her beautiful green outfit, and then three days later, she's wearing it again. Right. They did show, you know, they'll wear it a year later or six months later or two years later with different accessories. And that reminded me of when money gets tightest. So I'll keep the shirt or I'll keep the trousers or the trousers or the skirt, but I'll add a new shirt. Or 
I'll accessorize with the bracelets or the hair or the hat or the oh, scarf. Yeah. Um, so keeping an eye on accessories, and I know things too, like vintage accessories, because vintage appeals wow. across the board for ages. You know, yes. people in their 20s love vintage, in their 30s, their 40s, all the way on up, um, is to keep an eye on the handbags, the gloves, the bracelets, the necklaces, um, and also health and beauty. Because I don't want to go to the mall. I don't want to do it is I will order it online. So the creams, the sunscreens, the fake tanners, it sort of depends on how you source and where you source. But I know even going to thrift shops, because this, or maybe it's just because of Manhattan, and I've gotten some very high-end beauty. Now it needs to be sealed. It needs to be new. Vintage perfume is a whole nother category, but for health and beauty, makeup creams must be sealed. So you got to look at it until it's not been used. It's either got an exterior seal or you open the eyeshadow because sometimes they don't have an exterior seal and you can tell it hasn't been brushed. But I think you're going to see more and more of that being bought online. And there's so many wonderful brands. And that's something that can be sourced thrift. Um, sometimes it's a store going out of business and they will just donate huge amounts of various things mm -hmm. to a thrift store or consignment store, reseller store. Also, the job lot kind of stores where they're getting clearance. Um, After all the shopping and accessory talk, gosh, Kathy, you got me dying to go shopping now. <laughs> I know. Such good, good points and ideas for uh, resellers. I'm just really excited um, to get started. And uh, you left us with some really good action items. So I really appreciate that. And thank Real you advice. For, yeah, for all of your updates. It's you something could, I said recently um, in a YouTube, and I, it's, I actually remember it from my acting days, is there is something selling every minute of every day. And I think particularly as, you know, we continue this year and next year, um, and I think money is going to get tight for a lot of people, but people are still shopping. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of looking at what are they buying and then how can I source it? Um, and you may need to tweak your prices a bit, you know what I mean? And that's why you got to know what your margins are, you know, and know, and bundling. And I, you know, I know you guys do live selling. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do things. Sure. Um, and, and certainly we want to be sensitive to our shoppers too, because I'm, I'm here to help you. Um, and I very much understand making a dollar stretch. Um, but, but people are always buying something. So it's a matter of sort of putting your thinking cap on and going, okay, money's a little tight. So what am I, besides groceries, right, right. <laughs> you know, but even well, that you can sell on eBay. Right, so that's a whole right. nother yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like I've sold tea on eBay. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Because again, you think, oh, everybody can get this. No, they can't. No. It may no. not be available where they are or they're sold out of whatever it is. So again, when people poo poo things, when in doubt, pull your phone out and search. Yeah. But again, something is selling every minute and not even every minute, every second of every day and figuring out what those items are and then how to source them and then sell them and list them. But don't listen. And I know you guys are, are upbeat too, as well as being compassionate because we all go through periods that are slow. But don't listen to those people that, oh, nothing's selling. <laughs> and boom, that is why you, Kathy, are so successful because it is not a problem. It's an opportunity and an opportunity to get in there, to do better, to make your process more efficient, to make your yeah. items more saleable. I mean, that is why 
Libby, you love having you. You just had a brick and mortar and you went online. Is something is selling? There's a way to do it. How do I pivot? You know, we're all moms. How do I pivot? (laughs) How do I deal with this? The baby just spit up on me. What do I do? You know, (laughs) not the dads don't get spit up on, but you know what I mean is how do I deal with, but I'm serious. Something is selling every second of every day. What is it? And then how do I source it? (laughs) How do I sell it? Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. That was so incredible. Um, Thank you. We appreciate you coming and all of your expert advice. And of course, we always- I just wish you lived next door. We would be getting together like, come on, grab the team. Let's go, girls. We would be. We totally would be. We would be. Yes. We (laughs) We will plan something soon together for sure. And that's a good thing too, is that when eBay open, which will happen one of these days live, I'm sure, you know, within the next couple of years, that's the great thing about the in-person things is there's nothing as much as online is great and Zooms are great and podcasts are great. There's nothing like getting to hug your favorite eBay people. Right. <laughs> and right. we're going to be coming to New York when they do at the last day of the eBay oh, open. Great. We yes, are yes, coming. Yes. Molly is coming up oh, from God. North Carolina. Oh, girls. Yep. We're having lunch or something, Kathy. (laughs) We'll do it. We are coming to New York, so be prepared. And it's actually a really nice time of year they're doing it, too. You know what I mean? That time of fall, it's not too cold, it's not too hot. Your name is already on our list of (laughs) You just didn't know it yet. more to look forward to that'll be fun yes well Kathy I hope you have a fantastic day and we again appreciate having you having all of your wisdom to share with our sea chatters and we look forward to the next time absolutely thank you all right bye ladies bye Bye. whoo that was a ton of amazing information amazing information amazing opportunities yes Yes, yes. Love having her. Can't wait to have her again. I love that we've got her to come back and forth and keep us going with all that is eBay. Yeah. And she pops in. She is a community member. She is a sea chatter. She's a sea chatter. <laughs> we love her. She's a sea chatter as well as running her own groups. And yeah. Yeah. So and we're in her group. Positive, uplifting. Yeah. Actionable items. She's your lady. She's your lady. So Libby's got her linked up in the show notes. Hey, if you haven't yet already, make sure you like this video, hit the notifications button, give us a review if you're listening to us on podcast, all that good stuff. All the ways to connect with us, you go to consignmentchats.com to find oh, yeah. us. That's where you can hook up with us everywhere. Until next week, Libby. Cheers. cheers. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.